Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 337 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we continue our study of the Come Follow Me materials for November the 30th to December the 6th, covering Moroni chapters 1 to 6 to keep them in the right way. And today we're covering a few chapters, uh, which sounds a lot, but it really isn't. Um, it was, it's interesting, like if you want to read a lot of chapters and feel quite productive, but maybe have a bit less time than normal, Moroni is a great space. This is probably uh, one of the shortest sections that we have to study in an, in an entire week. It spans two and a half pages. Um, and so we'll probably get this done by Thursday or Friday, but we'll see. Um, we'll see how we go. So uh, we're going to begin with Moroni chapter three, uh, where Moroni outlines the uh, order in which to ordain priests and teachers by the laying on of hands. Um, In the manual, it says, what do you find in this chapter that could help someone prepare to be ordained to the priesthood? What do you find that would help someone perform an ordination? I thought that was interesting to to look at because, um, again, there's only four verses, but there is quite a bit of instruction and direction in these verses. Um, Interestingly, it says that they have to pray unto the Father in the name of Christ and then, then lay their hands upon the head and then say the words which they give. Um, and what I like actually is in these, in fact, with throughout these chapters uh, of or, of ordinances, these ordinances, of course, being an important part of leading and guiding the church, um, the name of the Godhead comes up so often within these chapters. Uh, you have them praying to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and it talks about in verse four about the power of the Holy Ghost, which was in them. So, you know, it's interesting uh, insight, really, that all three of the Godhead appear quite often in these verses. Um, But it seems that in order to prepare uh, for this uh, ordination, they have to be prepared to preach repentance um, and have the faith to enjoy in his name to the end. Uh, It's lovely because obviously it's the same conditions of baptism. And of course, when someone is baptised, they have an interview um, and... They have to answer a number of questions. And those questions are not exactly the same, but they're very similar to the types of questions were asked in the um, questions for the temple, um, but also um, when you are ordained to the priesthood, it's similar questions as well. And so these these standards of worthiness are required throughout these, these ordinations and ordinances. Uh, things are done in order. Uh, and so that, that is why those are important. Moving on, uh, we'll go into uh, chapters four and five. Now, I want to give a bit of context for these sacrament prayers before we dive into them. Um, the sacrament prayers, as we have mentioned so often, are one of the most, in fact, the most repeated prayers in the church. Uh, they are the words which we hear the most collectively, uh, I would argue, because, you know, we can suggest perhaps well-quoted scriptures that people use often in talks and things like that. Uh, We can talk about uh, general conference and the fact that general conference talks are taught about and um, used to teach at least one or two times a year. Maybe they're using a couple of talks. I mean, President Nelson is is very well often quoted. The number of times I've heard the quotes about uh, him teaching about the Book of Mormon and how it can give us the strength to overcome the... um, the trials of our day, uh, it's 
an obvious one. But um, by far, the, the words that we must hear most often as a collective group of saints is the sacrament prayers. Um, and those sacrament prayers, as we know, are, are found in the scriptures. And so it, it could be argued that the most heard prayer isn't I, Nephi, being born of godly parents, or the most read prayer, or the most received prayer uh, scripture is these two sacrament prayers. Um, and again, in these sacrament prayers, we have Heavenly Father mentioned at the beginning, we have Jesus Christ mentioned, um, and we also have this, the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, uh, which of course indicates the importance of, of, of involving the Godhead in this this ordination, this ordinance. Um, and also, you know, in terms of the content of the prayer, it, it, it kind of summarizes that what is important in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It reminds us of our promises and what we are going to be blessed with as a result of that promise. Um, so it is a, a vital part of our worship. And so when we look at them now, it's important to remember with respect and reverence just how vital these prayers are. So vital that the Heavenly Father directed Moroni to write them down. They weren't recorded when the Saviour came himself, but um, it was uh, administered to the Nephites in this way. Uh, and so this is this is the way to, to do this. And I would point out as well that it's interesting to note that in these chapters, Moroni is outlining a number of key ordinances and ordinating ways to ordain people in these chapters. This is completely for our benefits because he knows that these records are going to be handed down now from him to a future generation. Uh, it's not for his people um, that they're gone. And so it's interesting that he would be directed to do this. And I wonder if there's a part of Moroni that is missing um, the opportunity to gather with his fellow saints and listen to these or these uh, sacrament prayers and, and and partake of that sacrament with others. And then I thought, well, that, that's interesting because it's, you could point towards a few of us today uh, in this global pandemic. I mean, that obviously... Some of us have returned to church. Some of us have stopped, have, have have had to stop again in the UK. We've had another national lockdown for four weeks. Not quite as um, strict as the one that we had in the, in the spring and summer um, because schools are open as normal. But um, other than schools, everything else um, has been ordered to lockdown if it's not essential uh, for the past month and so uh, places of worship once again whilst we are a lot more organized and we have been a lot more uh, efficient in terms of setting up online uh, church meetings whereas for the first few weeks at least you know we were a bit unsure as to how to go about this and what to do um it is a, it is a very difficult time and there are a number of us who don't have the priest in the home who may well be like moroni uh, who, I mean, he had to endure this for, for many years, of course. And so I suppose, you know, we, we can't fully empathise with that. But he will have seen our day and we'll, he will have known that there will be a time where people will have missed this opportunity like he has. And so there may be some empath, empathising with uh, between Moroni and us today because he didn't have the opportunity to engage in church and the ordinance is there. Um, and also today, there are a number of people that may well have missed that opportunity. And I suppose that leads to the question of, well, why do we need to meet together? I, you know, there's been a few people I've spoken to who've quite enjoyed home church. 
uh, and think that, you know, they, this may well be a, a good way to carry on. But I would disagree. Uh, whilst I love um, getting up later, not only to get kids ready to to, pull, to drag them out to, to church and have these ordinances, you know, we can still have the good word of God online and we can still have the sacraments in our home. One of the obvious downsides is that there are some that can't have the sacraments in their home, but also there is a greater um, need um, at play here as well in terms of gathering together and feeling of the spirit from each other. Um, something which, I mean, don't get me wrong as well, you can feel the spirit through through technology. We were actually taught that uh, by um, our mission president in Manchester. Um, he, he shared a number of experiences where you know, the miracles have happened and it has, has been through the wonders of technology that some of these things have happened. And actually our mission, we've got a new mission president and some of you will probably well, may well know him. Um, he's uh, Elder Peter M. Johnson of the 70, which is quite exciting. I've been able to be blessed to have an opportunity to be in a few meetings with him and he is a wonderful, has a wonderful spirit about him. But, um, you know, there is still a need to meet together uh, and, we are going to have to talk about that tomorrow. Um, it, the time is short, so we'll talk about the sacrament prayers themselves tomorrow. Uh, thank you for listening um, and um, joining in the study session. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Um, if you are interested in hearing more from myself or, or share things that you've been studying, I'd love to hear from you on there. And you can also email lds at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.